When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The dream is made real. Ricky Hatton rocks the world. How do you like it? How do you like it? I wish I was 50 years younger and I'd kick your ass. It's over. Mamma mia. He's done it. Anthony Joshua defeats Vladimir Klitschko. Welcome, as always, fight fans, to another Big Fight Preview episode. And this week, we've got the return of Kalyafai going in to try and create a legacy by defending his WBA Super Flyweight title against Roman Chocolito Gonzalez on the Matchroom Show on Saturday night in Texas. Also, on that card, we've got Mikey Garcia, Jesse Vargas, and we've got Julio Cesar Martinez and Jay Harris, and Joseph Parker, again, Sean Del Terrell Winters. So, we're going to be breaking down this particular card, but we're going to be mainly focusing on Cal Yafai's fight, because it's a big moment for Cal Yafai, and obviously both myself and Johnston have been speaking about how we want to see him get these big fights, and this is finally the time to do so. So, before we get into breaking down this particular fight... As always, you know what to do. Go and follow us on social media at BTR Boxing Pod on Twitter. And the Facebook page is the same. It's BTR Boxing Podcast. Now, as always, I always implore you every episode to go out there onto Apple Podcasts if you're an Apple Podcast user and give us a rating. Five stars would be fantastic. You can write whatever you want. You could just write A, B, C, D, E, F, G. But giving us that five stars is what we really need to keep us moving along in the world of boxing podcasts. So thank you to all those that have already been doing it. We really appreciate it. So enough of me rambling now. Johnston, let's bring you into the conversation. Kalia Five finally getting this big fight. This has got to be the biggest fight of his career and a win for him would certainly cement his legacy in that super flyweight division. Oh, it absolutely would against a, a guy like Gonzalez. Uh, oh, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Roman. Uh, I have been from the last few years, um, even, even after his defeats and he lost, you know, he was on that magnificent run where people were, were thinking he was going to get to the, the 50-0 and record and beyond. But, but you know, Cal Yafai, 
26 and 0. He's uh, he's just been needing this one big fight. I mean, this this seems like they've been speaking about the Roman Gonzalez fight for so long that um, I just didn't think it would ever happen, and and I weren't too sure what was happening with Roman. And thankfully they got it, and I think it's it's, it's a great fight. It's a tasty fight for the super flyweight division. And as you say, Cal, you fired defending his WBA super flyweight title, and and I think. In actual fact, I think he's actually our longest-standing champion at the moment as well, Cal. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think he is. I think he is the longest-standing champion we've got at the moment, which is yeah. unbelievable, unbelievable to say. But it's it's pretty shame because I don't think he's had them major, major fights that have really sort of lit the world up where people are thinking, Cal, you fire. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the name to be looking out for in British boxing. And... You know, not a lot of people talk about him, and this is this is something we've spoke about many, many times before when we've seen him in action, and we felt he just doesn't seem to get the credit he deserves. He's a talented fighter, but yet because he's he's not getting big names of the division, he doesn't seem to be getting out there as much. And I've always said Eddie Hearn needs to be pushing for these big fights, and finally he's got us this big fight. So he's actually beaten the WBA super flyweight champion since 2016 he won it against Lewis Conception in December of 2016 that's when he got the the title so this is his fourth year as the champion now going into this fight with Gonzalez and obviously since beating Conception he's been in there against Muranaka, uh, Shoishida, David Kamona, Israel Gonzalez and Norberto Jimenez defending successfully at the WBA title and now we get this fight with Roman Chocolito Gonzalez who for for, ha- for the hardcore boxing fraternity, you're going to know who this guy is. This guy uh, has had some absolutely cracking fights over the years. And the the fights in particular that I think people will remember him for was Rungvisai, whose name is very, very difficult to pronounce. He's also known as Wiskakul Wangnek, but everybody knows him as Rungvisai. He had two fights with him and lost both of them fights. But they were fantastic fights. They were fights of that particular year. 2017 was a great year for boxing. And they was, these were two fights that a lot of people were talking about that year. So going into going into this particular fight then, do you think Cal Yafai's defences that he's had of the WBA title, do you think he's had the, the right level of opponent to take on someone like Gonzalez? No, to be quite honest with you, to be quite blunt, I don't think he has. I think since the Lewis fight, I mean, what, 2016? That's crazy, isn't it, to think that. Um, I think his level of position hasn't been great. I think David Carmona was a good fight. I remember watching that fight. And uh, staying up to watch that actually, and um, it was a great fight. Actually, they, they really went to war, and it was, and I thought from that it was what was that May 2018? I thought he was going to start really getting the big names, and you know, I mean Israel Gonzalez and or Gonzalez, however you want to pronounce it, and, and Norbito Jimenez, they're not really names that jump out of you at all. Uh, and considering you know it's almost like two years now, where again he's just waiting for this big big fight, and thankfully he's here. I mean he's finally here. Age of 30, been a champion since 2016, and he's finally going to fight a, legi- a legitimate world champion or former world champion in Roman Gonzalez. And, and uh, I, I'm a major fan of Roman. I just love the way he fights. He's all action. And, and as you say, I mean, those fights in particular, Run Josiah, Run Rungisai, however you want to pronounce his name, um, are the two that obviously people will remember most because they were two excellent fights. The first one in particular, second one didn't work out too well, got knocked out in four rounds. and Again, I watched that one and I was I was quite shocked actually. I expected uh, Roman to come through that, but you know even the other fight was Carlos Kudras, another excellent fighter in the division. 
He's actually fought Ranjizai, I think, as well, uh, himself. He's had a couple of fights with him, I believe. I think he might have even beat him, to be honest with you. So it's just, it just crazy. It just shows you how Styles make fights. Um, either way, I don't know, you know. I think I think it's going to be a tricky one. Is he prepared for it enough? I mean, we're going to find out. You know, he's 30 years old. He, you know, he's he, he needs this fight for him to see whether, we, whether he is or not. And I think... Um, you know, maybe Roman isn't the top of the division anymore. Um, maybe it's a division too far for him. But it's a tough one to call. I could, I could see it being a really classic, a really good, good fight, though. I, I can as well. And I think Gonzalez has had the quality. The quality of these guys that Gonzalez has been in the ring with, the quality is amazing. If you look at the quality of fighters he's been in the ring with, he's also been in with Estrada himself as well, earlier on in his career in 2012. So if you look at if you look at that, looking at against... Kalyafai's resume, and you think to yourself, actually, he's in for a freaking difficult night here. He really is. He really is because Kalyafai's resume is he's nowhere near as good. Let's be honest, and I'm, I'm not trying to put him down because I like the guy. He, he's a great role model for the sport of boxing. He's a great role model for Britain. He's he's had some great wins on his on his record. Don't get me wrong, the Christopher Rosales victory in 2015. I'm not going to discredit that. Obviously, that was a different part of his career. And then as he's gone on and he's got his victories through the course of his career, he's got better. But we don't know how good he really is, and that's what's been difficult to to predict with Kyle Fires. We've not seen these big big fights like this. When you speak about obviously Rungvazai and Gonzalez, and you speak about obviously looking at the Estrada fights. All these guys have been in the mix with each other over the years, whereas Yafai's not. He's been on the outskirts, and, and now this is his time to shine. Is it the right time? Is he getting Gonzalez at the right time? I mean, I know there's probably a lot of people asking the same questions out there, and Saturday's going to be the one that tells us whether or not he he is at that level. I genuinely think he is. I genuinely don't think we've seen the best of him. But it's going to be a really, really difficult night for him because he's not going in there with uh, a guy that, is sort of B-level player. He's going in there with a guy who's been a world champion. He's going in there with a guy who's been in with the best that the division's got to offer. Is he past his best? Well, I don't think so because he's he's still only 32 himself, Gonzalez. So this is this yeah. is probably the point where if he's got anything left in him to the latter end of his career, if he's got one big, more defining night in his career, this could be the night against Calify. But on the flip side of the coin, as British fans, we want Calify. We're imploring... Eddie Hearn to put him in a big fight and now he's got it could it be a step too far for him even though he's the defending champion could it be a step too far there are so many questions that are running through my mind about how this fight goes down but how how do you think Kalyafai wins this fight against the guy who's got this all action style who's, who's a pressure fighter who, who never stops coming forward how do you think Kalyafai wins it I think the trouble is he, it's, it's really tricky because I know Gonzalez, he, he got blown out in four rounds against Ranjazai. But barring that, Roman's got... I think there might have been some sort of difficulties in with that. I'm not quite sure the ins and outs. I didn't read too much into it. But for me, that was, it was just a below-par performance from him. And, and I think he sort of just... Just because of those two defeats, he's sort of like been sort of just shunned away. Uh, and obviously, Ranjazai and Estrada and even uh, Joe and Ankaras as well. Those guys have sort of just sort of been the main feature the elite fighters if you like obviously you've got the Japanese fella in there as well is it Akora but um, you look at as you say absolutely bang on those guys have fought each other hence if you look at their records they've all got three four five defeats two defeats because they fought each other <laughs> inevitably when you fight elite fighters you know against you fight against each other you're going to win one you're going to lose a couple that's how it, that's how it goes and uh, 
And I think that's the problem for me is with, with your fight, I don't think he's had that level yet. And I think this is the fight that could, you know, even if he does win it, you know, obviously it'd be a magnificent win for him. Um, how does he win it? I, I just don't know. I just think Roman Gonzalez, I just, for me, I just, if look, watching him when he was on the same card as uh, Golovkin, they had him and Golovkin on the same card for almost like the last, you know, just before his defeats really. And then he sort of just went away after sort of 2016, 2017, whatever it was. But, I just, I just think that he's going to have too much for your fight. Personally, um, I'm not certain that um, he's got enough in the locker. I don't think he's had, he's, he's had enough. Um, I, I just don't know. I, I, I hate to sit on the fence here, but I'm trying to think of a way. I mean, he could, he could, he, he could fight on the outside, but is he going to have the power to push Roman back? I don't think he, he has. So Roman's going to keep coming forward. As he had a fight like that, a pressure fight, the only one I can think of is the David uh, Kimona fight. He was overweight, the guy, and he came in and he really went for it, and and they went war. At, they went for, they went at it literally, back to back. It was a slugfest at times, and Cal Yafai come through it. Um, so he's they've had that fight, I suppose, where if he does get in a in a war and in a bit of a battle, he may come through it. I just don't think he's going to be able to against Roman Gonzalez, and I just think. I just think he's too good for him. My personal opinion, although he's been a champion for so long, I think this might be a step too far. But saying that, I still think that it's going to be a great experience for him anyway. Well, it's a good prediction, really. I think looking around at other people's predictions online, on social media, and a lot of people are saying that he could just get through this particular fight, but Estrada wipes the floor with Cal Yafai. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of people saying, I think he'll make the Gonzalez fight. I think he'll beat Gonzalez but there's no way he's beating Estrada, and that's fair enough, that's a fair enough comment to make, obviously people obviously look at Estrada as probably the best in the division, so that's where Califai needs to be aiming for really, he wants to he wants to create history, he's not just there to make up the numbers, he's there to try and create his own history, so he's got to really, really work hard in his particular fight, he's going to have to box out of his skin to get the victory over Gonzalez, I think... Looking at the looking at the two styles, looking at what Kalyafai's done, although on paper he hasn't had the same level of experience as Gonzalez, I do feel that his his natural ability, he's got more of it. He's got a lot more of it than Gonzalez. And I think I think he could outbox him. I think it'll be a very difficult night. He's gonna have to keep him off. He's gonna have to he's gonna have to hurt him. That's what he's gonna have to do. He's gonna have to yeah. stamp his authority on the fight early. If he doesn't stamp his authority on the fight, then I think he might be in for a very difficult night, and I think the pressure might just tell, and he could potentially unfold. But in terms of how I see the fight going down, I've I've, I've sat on the fence about this fight for a little while since he got announced because one part of me thinks that Califai's got the the skills in his locker to to overcome a, a fighter like Gonzalez but the other part of me feels like Gonzalez is going to give him something he's never experienced before on a different level he might have fought guys like Gonzalez but he hasn't fought a Gonzalez and obviously the all-action pressure style and the inside fighting that he has could just be too much but having said that my prediction for this particular fight is I might be just thinking a bit too much in Yafai's favour here, but I, I do think this could be his night. I do think this could be his defining night, and I think he'll probably take a lot of inspiration from what's recently happened in British boxing with Tyson Fury going over to America and beating Deontay Wilde. I think he'd take some inspiration from that, and I think I think he'd go there, and I think he's going to outbox him. I think he'll get a decision. I really do think he'll get a decision in this fight. And although, obviously, we've, we've looked at 
how difficult it could be for him, I do think that's how it's going to go down. So that's that for me. That is the main fight of the night. That's the fight I'm really looking forward to. But of course, it isn't the only fight on this particular card. As I said at the top of the show, we've got some pretty decent matchups, and another one that I'm really interested in from a standpoint of the UK's is Jay Harris, who's 17 and 0, going over to face Julio Cesar Martinez, who we've seen. Over here in the UK, devastating puncher. For anybody that doesn't know who Martinez is, Martinez was the guy that knocked Andrew Selby out, who Andrew Selby was supposed to go on and fight Charlie Edwards. So he got the shot against Charlie Edwards and said, really, you should have beat Charlie Edwards. He had him absolutely ready to go. And then as Charlie Edwards went to take a knee, he decided to throw that shot after he took the knee and ended up getting himself essentially disqualified from the fight. He he won the world title because the referee called the fight off. But then, in a strange turn of events, obviously Mauricio Solomon was there, the WBC president, and he decided to do like an action replay. Uh, VAR for boxing, of course, is what we called it. And then <laughs> he decided to overturn the decision and call it a no contest. So Charlie Edwards kept his title. And without a surprise, he ended up moving up a weight. So for Martinez, he goes on then. Last year, at the back end of the year, and goes in and beats Christopher Rosales and wins the vacant WBC title. So now he's got the WBC title. So for Jay Harris, this is, again, a case of, will this be a step too far? I don't think people are expecting Jay Harris to go over there and really do anything against Martinez. And that's that's really discredited him as a fighter because he, this guy's a quality, quality fighter. So, yes, he's, he's, he's a flyweight. He's spent most of his career, obviously, going in there and, and working his working his way throughout the ranks. And most recently, in the past couple of years, he's picked up the Commonwealth title against Ross Murray in 2018. And he also won the European title in June last year, which was a great fight and a great performance. And then he went on to beat former Olympian Paddy Barnes for the vacant IBF Intercontinental Flyweight title in his last fight. So he has moved up the levels in his career. But this is this is like a jump from, say, League 2 in English football to the Premiership. This is like that sort of a jump. It's like jumping up two divisions in class to fight a guy who has clearly got power in both of his hands and has clearly shown that he's, he's a danger man but again going back to Tyson Fury's victory over Wilder if he could nullify Martinez in this fight he's got a chance what do you make of this fight Johnson because it's it's a really this could be a real step too far for Jay Harris yes yeah, it's, it's an FA cut fight for him isn't it really he's literally just he's been pulled out of the out and he's got he's got a world title shot and you know to be fair from the fights I've seen of, of Jay I mean the one in particular is the, the Thomas um, it's somebody that was the first time I see him up at your call and uh, and I, I don't ever see that fight live that one that might have been one of the, uh, either if it was a, a YouTube thing I'm not sure but that was the first time because I had people mention Jay Harris so I kept it and I like what I see I think he's a good fighter I think he's got some good skills um, he hasn't been tested in terms of fighting a guy like Julio Cesar Martinez who can hit he can bang I mean Charlie Edwards I can tell you he know he was tell you for sure that he knows he can hit. But Jay's shown against Paddy Barnes that he can bang a little bit. And Paddy, I know, um, obviously, he hasn't had the professional career as he, as he did in the amateurs. And uh, and he did have a, a couple of problems against elite fighters. So he's done what an elite fighter would do, would, would do to Paddy Barnes. So in that respect, you know, that wasn't a bad fight for him, especially in Belfast as well, in front of Paddy fans. And and he, and he, he, he done the business. So, you know, it's, it's a big, big step for him, a huge step for him. If he can stay away from Martinez and box well, 
which we assumed Andrew Selby would be able to do, which uh, didn't happen, <laughs> obviously. Uh, Martinez showed again that he, he's, uh, he's no mug and he holds the world title for a good reason. Uh, again, it's a really hard one. I mean, it's, it's easy to go with Martinez. I, you know what? I think I think Jay Harris, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a big learning curve for him. Um, I think his corner's going to have a lot to do with how this fight goes and, and he's going to need good instructions in there. If he can stay away from him, he can use a jab. He's got the ability to. Um, it's just if he gets caught, whether he can take a shot or not. I think he might be able to. I think he might outpoint him. I'm going to go with Jay to, to pull off an upset and beat Martinez. No, I don't think he's going to, to be honest with you. <laughs> I honestly don't think he's going to. I mean, I'm, obviously, he's, he's a Welsh fighter. He's from Wales. So I still class him as a, a, one of our UK fighters. I still support him. There's no divide when it comes to England, Wales, Scotland and Ireland for me. He's a, he's a, he's a fighter that's based in the UK as far as I'm concerned. So I want to see him win. From a personal perspective, I want to see him do well and I want to see him win and I want to see him shock the world. However, I just think Martinez is... He's too much in the ring for a lot of fighters. He's he's been he's shown that he's really he's, he's really really difficult to handle. And I think his power is for that division is unprecedented. And I think he's really really going to struggle in this fight. And I think we're going to see the difference in levels in this particular fight. And that's what I think. That is what I think is going to happen on that night. So fair play to Jay Harris for taking the fight. It's only going to make his stock rise if he puts in a, a decent performance and, and ends up losing to, obviously, a stoppage or his corner pulls him out because he's getting beat up a little bit too much. I don't like to go against our fighters, but I've got to be objective here and say what I think is going to happen, and I think Martinez wins that fight. So that's the second good fight on the card. The third good fight on the card for me is the return of Mikey Garcia. Now, we've seen him up at welterweight taking Errol Spence and get outclassed in the Errol Spence fight. I'm surprised he's decided to go back up to welterweight again. But he is only taking on Jesse Vargas, who, for me, even though he's he's a good fighter in his own right, I think he's a guy that is capable of being beaten by a guy like Mikey Garcia, a guy that's probably not going to have the advantages Errol Spence had over him in that particular fight at the welterweight division. So I am interested to see how this fight goes down, because I didn't think Mikey Garcia would go back up to welterweight after getting a bit of a boxing lesson from Errol Spence, but obviously he's decided to do that. I think he's personally too small for that division. However, he's deciding to go back up again and take on Jesse Vargas, who obviously we've seen in the past lose to guys like Manny Pacquiao and Timothy Bradley, and they are the only losses on his record. As of recent form, he's... he's not too bad over the last couple of years. I think, obviously, he got a majority draw with Adrian Broner, and then he got a draw against Thomas Delorme, and then he beat Humberto Soto in his last fight, which was last April 2019. And then he goes in, and they're fighting for another bullshit title. It's the WBC Diamond welterweight title. But Mikey Garcia up at welterweight, then, do you think he's just sort of going for an easier fight here to sort of try and put himself in the picture for a bigger fight down the line. Yeah, I'm surprised as well that he stuck, he stuck around at welterweight. I really felt that um, he would move down after Earl Spence, but as you say, I mean, Jesse Vargas is, is a nice fight for him at welterweight, if you like. I mean, you look at his record and he's always fought guys that, um, sort of the elite guys in the division and he struggles against them, you know. I mean, he did get a draw with Adrian Broner, didn't he? He had a defeat with Manny Pacquiao. He did beat Saddam Ali, lost to Timothy Bradley back in 2015. You know, he fights, what, once a year, a couple of times a year as well. Um, I, I think he's, it, for me, I mean, I, I like Marky Garcia. I've always, I've, I think he's a fantastic fighter, actually. I think he's, but 
I think the problem is he's not a welterweight, is he? He isn't. And I think no. he's in the welterweight division because he wants to earn the big money. And, and I get that. But I think, you know, you look at Errol Spence fight, for instance, and that's probably a fight that, you know, that shows you the difference in size and he's just too small for the division. Saying that, I mean, the, the other guy you could potentially see after this, because, I, I mean, I, I, no disrespect to Jesse Vargas, I think it would be, I think it would be a 12-round fight um, and I think Jesse will, uh, it, it will cause him problems at times, I suppose, but I still think Marky Garcia is good enough uh, you know, to, to win this fight quite comfortably. Um, I think that's probably what you're going to get with him. Um, but I, I'm, the only name I can think of for Marcus Garcia to move on after this is like Danny Garcia. I mean, I'm not going to discredit Jesse Vargas. He, he has fought some top fighters. He's only 30 years old. He may beat Mikey. I think Mikey's just too good. He's one of those guys where he's, he's fine at welterweight and he can fight the average welterweights and he could beat them. He could beat the very good ones even. It's just when he steps up to the elite and you're thinking about your Crawfords and your Spences and even your Pacquiao's, I think that's very probably a little bit too far, a little bit too far to reach. But maybe he's looking at a Pacquiao. Maybe that's where he's looking because I don't think he's going to have any joy with Crawford if he fought Crawford. So... Yeah, I mean, I'd like him to go down. I mean, I would like him to go down and, and, and hopefully I'd, I'd love to see him fight Lomachenko. I don't think that's ever going to happen. Looks like he's going to stick around the worldwide division, stay in the division to earn some money, I suppose. But, you know, looking at the fight, yeah, I can see Mikey Garcia winning this quite comfortably over the 12 rounds. I think he wins this fight. I do, I do agree on that. And I think it's because he's decided to go in for an opponent who is probably a B-level player, and I always use the term B-level player, I basically mean anybody that's not an Errol Spence or a Terence Crawford or a Manny Pacquiao of the division, anybody other than them three is sort of below, and I, I say they're sort of B-level players, so that's why I think he's gone for, for Jesse Vargas in that particular fight, and why that, that deal's been made, because it's a good name on his record, It's it doesn't really solidify him as a good player in the welterweight division, but it, it still brings that star attraction to a potential fight in the future. And as you said, Danny yeah. Garcia, you know, Garcia versus Garcia, quite easy to build that particular fight, <laughs> yeah. of course. They'd have a marketing dream with that one, but I can't really see him doing much in the division. I'll be honest, I'd rather see him, if you wanted to move up, go into super lightweight, because that's where I think he'd probably have some really good fights. I mean, obviously, we've got Josh Taylor in the super lightweight division. We've got Maurice Hooker. We've got Jose Ramirez. We've got Pagrai. So, we've got some good fights in the super lightweight division, which I'd rather see him in, to be honest with you. More competitive fights for him going in with guys that are probably going to be a little bit too big for him and a little bit too strong for him. So, that's personally what I'd like to see. And then, the fourth fight on this card... Is, I wouldn't say it's a fight that I'm excited about, but I'm looking forward to seeing Joseph Parker back in action again. Sean Del Terrell winters. So Joseph Parker is over there in America. He's looking to rebuild. He's looking to push himself back in to title contention. But he's going in against a guy who's 39 years of age, who nobody really knows, to be honest with you, in boxing. In terms of the wide mainstream audience nobody really knows who he is because he's, he's not really fought anybody so the thing is this is just bit, literally like a way of joseph parker to get his name over to the american audience because obviously he's fought most of his career over in new zealand and australia and obviously came to to where uh, to the principality stadium to fight joshua when he lost to joshua so he's looking to make a name for himself in america and you could potentially say a Joseph Parker Usyk matchup in America later on down the line. I think that's the first fight that springs yeah. to mind for me as 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 the way they'd set that up because that'd be a perfect opponent for for Usyk, a smaller heavyweight, someone who's similar stature to Usyk and a good name on his record. So I can certainly see that being the case. So that's 
the main four fights. On the undercard, you've got some good prospects on there. You've got Israel Madmirov, who's 4-0. You've got Jesse Rodriguez, 10-0. Diego Pacheo, 8-0. And you've got Alexis Espino, who's 5-0. All in action this weekend as well on that particular card. So that's the biggest bill of the weekend, really, before we head on to, to another great UK bill. So that's that's what I'm really looking forward to this weekend, is obviously seeing whether Cal Yafai can, can go in there and really upset the apple cart and beat a guy like Chocolito Gonzalez. What are your final thoughts now, having discussed it throughout the episode, what are your final thoughts to how this fight goes down? To be honest with you, I think Roman Gonzalez, I just believe he's going to have to, I, I like you know, uh, Cal fire. I think he's, uh, as you say, he's technically astute, he's, he's got great technique and and as I say, he can mix it up a little bit as well. He, he's got the ability, the boxing ability, he probably got a better boxing ability than Roman Gonzalez. I mean, that's pretty evident, but I just think Roman Gonzalez, he's been there, done it. You know, he's 32 years of age. This is, this is a big opportunity for him to win a world title again after what happened against Manjazai. And I just think that he's just going to be a different animal in there. And it's going to be an animal that, that Cal Yafai just ain't going to be able to stop. He ain't going to be able to put him back unless he knocks him out. And I just can't see that happening. And I just think Roman's going to be too strong and just too busy. And I just think he's going to, in a way, I know he's only 32, but he's going to sort of old man him a little bit. Um, but uh, that's just how I see it. I think Cal Yafai's is going to learn from it. I mean, he could beat him, and I hope he does. I'm, you know, I'm going to back up. I mean, I've thrown him Jairus to beat um, <laughs> to beat Martinez, and uh, I mean, Martinez is, is a banger. I just think that I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go with the underdog again, um, <laughs> and uh, uh, hopefully Jairus goes and and proves it. Yeah, everybody wrong. I mean, I'm going to back the kid. I've seen him a few times, and that's the other fight. I mean, I'd love Harris. To, the chances are very slim, but I'm going to pie for it. I'm going to I'm going to punt for the underdog for Harris. But unfortunately, I would love your fight to win the fight. I just think Roman Gonzalez is just going to be too busy, too strong, and um, and I think he's going to be too hungry to win that world title. Well, it's good predictions, interesting predictions. We're going to have to vote and find out on Saturday night to see how it all goes down. But of course, it's another good bill for the weekend, and obviously, we've talked about the bills in the USA before seem to be better than what we're getting here in the UK and we've got a few local shows going on across the country in the UK but nothing really compares to this one in America so that's what most of the eyes are going to be on this coming weekend in boxing so as always if you've enjoyed listening to the big fight preview of your five versus Gonzalez please let us know on social media give us a follow on Twitter at BTR Boxing Pod if you're on Facebook go and like the page it's BTR Boxing Podcast and as I said at the top of the show it's so important if you're an Apple Podcast user to go and rate us and leave us a review because it really helps us get into the mainstream side of the sports news podcasting world. We're really pushing to get people to give us ratings. If, you, if you're if you an Apple Podcast user, then just it takes you literally a couple of minutes to go on there and just give us a five star. And even if you put Great Boxing Podcast or Enjoy the Podcast or whatever you put, Honestly, it really helps us and it, it'll do wonders for what we're trying to achieve with this podcast network and all the other series that we run. And if you've not heard any of the other series that we run, and this is the first time you've heard me talking about it, then we've got three other series that we currently run on the network, which is Wants to Watch, which is up-and-coming prospects, interviews, their journey through boxing from 1-0 to 10-0. We've got some great names that have been on there in the past. Go and check that out. They're at Wants to Watch Pod on Twitter and available on all podcasting apps. 
The Legendary Knights podcast, that is the one that we absolutely thoroughly love. It's been on the network for, for a while. It was part of this main feed, but we decided to split it up into its own podcast. So you can find them on Twitter at Legend Knight Pod. Come and check out all the latest episodes of some of the greatest tales of boxing. And then we've got the Career Profiles podcast, which is another one we thoroughly enjoy going through the careers inside and outside of the ring of some of the greatest fighters of years gone by. Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, Sugar Ray Robinson, Thomas Hearns, Roberto Duran, all them great names. And we've covered their careers in great detail. Go and check out that podcast. And again, follow that on Twitter at career underscore profiles. So I know there's a lot to take in there, but honestly... You won't be disappointed by some of the content that we've got out there on BTR Boxing Podcast Network. Please give us a rating, give us a review, it really helps. We hope you enjoy this weekend's boxing. Can Califi get that big victory over Chocolito Gonzalez and move on to a potential mega match with Estrada? But I'm really looking forward to it. Thanks as always for listening, Fight Fans, and we'll see you next time. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.